Welcome to the Digital Maddy Show. This is a platform where I share my knowledge on video creation, digital marketing, chatbot marketing, and how to grow your business through video making. I also invite many influencers and digital marketers on this show and ask amazing questions to extract their secrets of business. Let's get started with your host. Hi, my name is Mithil, and I'm a YouTube and video creation coach, and I help aspiring video influencers to create and monetize their content through video making. Today we have an amazing guest on our show. She is an empowerment coach. She is already into the studio. Let's welcome her. So let's welcome Marta to our show. Uh, let me introduce herself. Uh, she is a writer, podcaster, and an empowerment coach. Her focus is teaching women. how to increase their self esteem and improve self image by going on a deep dive in inner work and personal development through her podcast the empowered women her virtual self improvement school and in person workshops she hopes to encourage and uplift women to step into their own power and realize they can do it all so let's welcome once again mata to our show hi thank you so much for having me i'm excited to chat Most welcome. So, Marta, mm-hmm. uh, let me ask you one of my favorite questions. What's your favorite quote that keeps you motivated on a daily basis? Okay, so one of my favorite ones. I have many, <laughs> but one of the ones that really um, connect with my message and what I try to do every single day for myself and and for other women too is a quote that I found. I don't even know who it is by. Um, I found it on Pinterest when I was looking at. Um, boards for specific colors and it took me to like little girl room decor which is not what i was looking for uh but then i came up this quote that says to my daughter i will say see your beauty without a compliment and without a mirror and i love that so much because it's really what i have been learning to do to myself to tell myself that that i can see my beauty my worth uh my potential my power my individuality my uniqueness without having to have somebody show it to me or tell me i have to be able to do that myself because that's where true fulfillment comes from is when you're able to recognize your greatness yes so we are talking about inner beauty over here great yes <laughs> lovely so uh since all the people are listening to this show uh Mata would you like to share your back story to us? Yes, of course. So I'm originally from Brazil, uh born and raised, but from a young age I was very very obsessed with English, the American culture. Uh that's something that's very pervasive in Brazil. It's you know american movies and music and series and um i just developed this desire for learning english and i had a really easy time with it and uh it came to a point when i was 14 that my friends and even people from church were asking me to help them learn english and i started teaching and it really got into becoming my profession before i even had to choose what i was going to do i was kind of already an entrepreneur uh getting paid to teach and it turned into me um going to school to become an interpreter i still work as an interpreter now and languages has always been something very dear to me i just love people um and understanding other cultures and other ways of seeing life and seeing the world and i feel like learning a language really is learning more about a people because it's so connected to culture and so connected to a way of being you know a lifestyle and um 
always doing this kind of stuff. I got my master's in linguistics. Everything had always to do with languages until I was blessed uh, with a pregnancy, super unexpected. I was trying to get pregnant, but unexpectedly got pregnant with triplets. And that was a huge uh, turning point, obviously. <laughs> Three kids at the same time for my first pregnancy. I actually had them in Brazil at the time. So I went on and married uh, an American and moved to the U.S. Uh, we lived here for three years, and then we moved to Brazil. And in Brazil, I had the babies. And after a while, we decided to move back uh, just because, you know, financially it would be better for us and for the kids in the future. Uh, there were so many reasons involved, but we moved back when they were nine months old. And I found myself in such a different situation, you know, being a stay-at-home mom full-time to three babies. It was very different from anything I'd ever known, obviously, but on such a bigger scale. And I decided that I needed something for myself. And lots of people, even to this day, kind of think I'm crazy to add something else on when you, when you say, you know, you have triplets, there's no time to do anything else. But I realized that I needed to take care of myself. I needed time for me. And that started looking like encouraging other women because at the same time I was encouraging myself. Uh, I started sharing my struggles, you know, um, of feeling lonely or feeling isolated because of my role as a full-time stay-at-home mom. And lots of women started resonating with that. And it took a lot of fine-tuning because I think I was growing too as a person and within my business too until I realized that I wanted to talk to women in general. I wasn't just moms because lots of women that are not moms um, resonate with this message or that are looking into being moms understand that they need to start taking care of themselves because life is about to change. So it really started like that. And at first um, it seems like there was no connection with my background of languages. Now all of a sudden you're a coach and I, I've come to realize that it has everything to do with my past uh, because it is, again, wanting to understand people, wanting to see how they, you know, see life and helping them with the encouragement to move on. Because this is what I do as a teacher, too, is always, t you know, seeing the best in the students and when they think they can't, encouraging them to see that they can. Um, so it's been interesting how things unfolded. And I still work as an interpreter, too. Um, and I'm about to start actually teaching at a, at a college here, um, an interpretation course in the fall. So I'm excited about that. Uh, so just combining my different teachings uh, between languages and what I like to call really the language of self-love now, because we learn different languages. We learn, you know, different registers. The way you talk to your boss is not the same way you talk to your wife, right? Um, and the way you talk to yourself is very specific too. And I don't think we pay close enough attention to that, but that's really the foundation for everything in life. So technically, Martha, are you trying to say you are a wonder woman who's trying to take care of the three kids, handle a podcast <laughs> and transforming women? Yes, pretty much. <laughs> but at the same time, what I, um, and this is a part of my message too, is that lots of people look at me as inspiration um, to say, you know, wow, you do all these things. But many of them kind of just stay there into saying, wow, I could never do that because you're so amazing. And my goal has been to say, you get to do whatever you want to do. 
even if you don't have triplets, I'm sure you've had challenges in your life. I'm sure you've had hard things, you know, happen. And this is one of the things that I've come to, to understand too, is that you can't measure, right? Oh, she's had a harder life. She's had an easier life. I can't, we can't do that because every path is so unique, right? So understanding how unique your path is and stop comparing will help you really be in tune with yourself and enjoy life to its most, you know, to, to the best of your ability when you stop looking at others and really focus on looking at yourself. And yes, look at me as inspiration, but to start your own path of transformation and to, to be able to be inspiration for the people around you too. Agreed. Totally agreed. So first of all, congratulations for your triplet and wish you Thank all you. the best for the new assignment that you're going to get to teach, uh, I think about, uh, the thing in the fall. Yes. Yes. Interpretation. Yes. Yes, interpretation. So, mm-hmm. uh, Marta, uh, you are an empowerment coach. So, can you share what is empowerment? Yes. So, I mean, there's def- different definitions, and I feel like um, everybody has their unique definition of what it makes them feel empowered because, again, our path is very, very unique, right? What for some, having a lot of money may mean empowerment, for others, may mean I am, you know, taking care of my family. Uh, by being a stay-at-home mom and not working outside of the home. So it's very, very personal. And and that's where I feel like there is kind of a a misconception because we end up looking for the definition of things in other people's lives. And that can get really, really frustrating because you start thinking, okay, so I'm looking at this person's life on Instagram and it looks like happiness means X, Y, and Z. And then you start working really, really hard to get there. And maybe you do get there. And once you're there, you realize that's not really what you wanted. That's not really what makes you happy or feel successful or empowered. So for me, empowerment really is taking full responsibility for finding what makes you feel happy and empowered and successful and pursuing that and not blaming anybody um, as you know reasons or excuses that you can't get what you want uh, because that's a thing that women do a lot and um it's it's hard in many ways but i'm just gonna say it we victimize ourselves a lot i think as human beings in general but women do that because it's easier to say my husband is in my way he doesn't he doesn't support me or my kids take up a lot of my time and all those things of course they play a huge part right um But at the end of the day, the only thing that you can really control is yourself. You can't control your husband. You can't control your kids. But there is a time in the day that you can dedicate to yourself. Your mind, it's still yours. (laughs) So you can still pay closer attention to your thoughts and to your feelings. So for me, empowerment is taking responsibility for your happiness, not expecting somebody else to be there for you all of the time because there is no such thing. Nobody can be there for another person 100% of the time, but you can do that for yourself. Yes, uh, I totally resonate with what you're trying to say. If I have, if you give me the permission, I would like to break down empowerment into something. Just click me right now. So it's like something called as empower me tactfully. Yes. Empowerment. Yeah, yeah, it really has to be intentional because lots of, and, and that's where, you know, the victimizing yourself comes into play because you're just sitting there waiting, 
you're not really doing anything, right? You're waiting for your husband to, to see that you cut your hair or that you clean the house. And if he doesn't say anything, you get disappointed. Um, and, and, and here's another thing too, I think is very important is that being empowered means understanding yourself so well that you can fulfill your own needs without expecting other people to do it for you. And that also allows you to understand people better because you'll start, you know, and there's so many t personality tests and there's um, something you may be familiar with, with. It's very, very famous called uh, the love languages that people have different love languages, right? So your husband may not really care for words of affirmation. He doesn't care if you tell him, wow, honey, you did a great job. He just wants you to uh, perform or to do some, a, some, a task that makes him happy. And so oftentimes we, we, we use the language that we like on others, right? And it doesn't work. And you're like, you're banging your head, your head against a wall wondering why you're not getting the return or getting recognized. And that's because first and foremost, you need to understand yourself. And that by default will allow you to understand others because you will see, wow, I have insecurities and I have strengths. And so does that other person too, but their insecurities and strengths are different. <laughs> so it's really kind of like a puzzle. And that's what I've been so passionate about is understanding how human beings are individual puzzles because, you know, we're a product of our parents, of our environment, of our schools, our cities, our countries, the, our church, so many different facets of us. And we spend our entire lives wanting people to like who we are instead of figuring out who we are and just owning it. <laughs> True, absolutely. And I think since it's a puzzle and uh, these puzzles are actually controlled by everyone who you just named right now, but yeah. it, it actually takes a lot of time for this puzzle to come together and become one yes. feature, which is you. And mm -hmm. uh, I think that's when uh, empowerment comes inside and you realize who you are and what's your main purpose over here. Yes, yes, exactly. And this is one thing that's been so beautiful for me to develop this while my kids are growing. So they're four years old, uh, very, very young. Um, but it's been interesting to see how them being three different separate people, although they were born the same day, they're being raised at the same time by the same people in very similar circumstances. They're very different. They, they already have... Yes, yes. And, and they already have certain desires that the others don't really care for or certain inclinations or aptitudes even. One is very good at something while the other isn't really, but they excel in something else. They're four, you know, and this already shows and life is just going to build even more upon that. But it, it, it goes to show that everyone is born with this individual essence and we spend a lot of our adult life trying to copy other people's essence that we think it's good, you know, interesting. Well, we, you can't because everything started, you know, a certain way. And then you had your individual path. Um, and it takes a while. It, it really takes a while. And that's something that I've been noticing too. Uh, when I meet younger women that are not married, that don't have kids and they look up to me a lot because they haven't gone through lots of different things. And it really takes time and maturity, right. For you to start looking at yourself in a different way. But it's never too early, I think, or too late to start asking yourself those questions. What do I really like? You know, how can I recognize myself today? And things like that. <laughs> cool. So you started your journey uh, helping people uh, learn English to now almost becoming an interpreter. So 
how did you get into empowerment coaching so i really started with um having the triplets it was kind of this thing that dawned on me that um i've spent a lot of my life encouraging people in the classroom with english and to saying no oh, you can do it cuz again there people say oh my gosh you learned it so well you never lived abroad how are you so good and to me it was like well you just you have to practice you have to really submerge yourself in that culture and listen to the music and and uh what i used to do before the internet was big uh, i would put cd's and i would listen to just a couple verses i would pause it and i would write down what i thought i heard because it wasn't so easy depending on the album that you had they didn't have the lyrics on and it wasn't so easy to just search you know google lyrics they didn't have that so for somebody that doesn't speak the language and sometimes even for natives it's hard to understand what they're singing um i just practiced a lot that was like my world was practicing and now i see that this is the same process and really the same importance that we should be giving to what we're telling ourselves every single day because that's how people become successful entrepreneurs athletes is what they're telling themselves every day of course surrounding themselves with people that are encouraging them right with coaches that tell them you can do this and push them and challenge them but also that inner talk is so important because it's what moves you forward or holds you back and that's kind of like what i found myself in raising triplets and people asking me how do you do it and it's like i have no other choice i can't just lay in bed all day i have to get up i have to feed them even if it's really hard and that's when i understood that i needed to foster that more because i wouldn't have somebody next to me every day telling me hey marta you can do this i had to be the one telling me that because my kids even couldn't do that you know and my husband was at work so it was really um proving to myself that i could do anything because i could never imagine being in that situation especially raising them away from my family because we moved back and my husband's family is not even close to us they live in another state so it was really just me for 3 years until they started school and coaching other women was really what helped me in this process into saying hey you can do this but really i was telling myself i could do this you know <laughs> Yeah, so basically you're trying to help others and in bargain you just helped yourself and self yes. healed yourself yes exactly and this is one thing that i've heard other uh teachers or even ministers in uh, if i'm in church say that some people and i truly believe that uh that are born with this desire and the gift to teach they have that because they need it right usually your your um there's so many catchphrases that i love your mess is your message or your test is your testament because it is so true the thing that you end up being the best at is because you really enjoy that and you need that to help you with your thought process of you know instead of being super quiet and just getting lost in my thoughts and getting in my head so much i prefer to talk <laughs> because then it helps me process what i'm thinking and what i'm feeling and in turn people listening are helped too and other people had uh, have other gifts other people will would do anything except sit in, or stand in front of others to talk but they're very organized and they can you know help organize events and so there are different you know everyone is very different and and the same way that i need the people that are introverts and that help me organize and get organized they need me to be that voice <laughs> 
so thank you so much for being that voice and you know giving power to all those people who are actually in need of it so once again thank you so much yes oh you're welcome <laughs> uh sometime back you said that uh, people listen to a lot of things uh, people listen to a lot of people but uh, they should listen to themselves more and they should love themselves more so yes. but that is often uh, miss uh, like you know they just don't do that or even if they do they don't do to the level which is required so how mm-hmm. does empowerment have to do with self love yeah so i think it's got everything to do with self love and I I I think self-love has become pretty cliché. Lots of different things with the internet become cliché. You know, you have hashtags, you have t-shirts and you have all the things and which is good to spread a message, but at the same time it kind of loses its value. It loses its importance because it's, you know, of course I love myself. I never thought of hurting myself. I only want what's best for me. Uh but we forget that every single day we are disrespecting ourselves a little bit. And this is where feeling empowered and self-love come into play is when you understand that when you don't enforce boundaries with relationships you're disrespecting yourself therefore you're not loving yourself when you work yourself to exhaustion you are disrespecting yourself that is a lack of self-love right and usually the motivation behind all of these things of i'm not going to set these boundaries in this relationship i am going to work myself to death is because we are wanting to be recognized. We're seeking that external validation, right? So if I work a little bit harder, I'm going to make a little bit more money. I'm going to buy that car. People are going to think I'm amazing. Or if I work a little bit harder, my boss is going to see how I'm putting in the effort. He's going to give me a raise. Like it's never about you feeling fulfilled with what you're doing. Most most times, it's about what it's going to look like. And then we end we end up living this vicious cycle of I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for people. I don't get the recognition that I need so I will work even harder or I will do something different um or I'll feel frustrated that nobody recognized me and then you live this life of unfulfillment uh when in reality you should be realizing that you need to approve of it first you need to love what you're doing and yourself first because then not only will your relationships improve because you won't be putting as much pressure on people we do that a lot and especially as women we expect um people to recognize us right you expect again the husband to recognize the work that you're doing or your kids to not be ungrateful and eat the food that you made and again you can't control those things you can do your best and that's another thing that i realized too um even thinking back to my mom and the resentment that i had built cuz usually as kids there are certain things that you kind of wish your parents had done differently and then you become a parent and you're like ooh now i see why they did what they did this is hard <laughs> and you end up even you know developing more gratitude and even forgiveness for your parents because you're in their shoes somewhat and then you realize that there is nothing that you can do to keep your kids from um not liking some of the things that you do that's just life right you cannot please your kids forever there probably will be a time in their teenage years that they're going to slam the door in your face and say i hate you mom dreading that day but th- those things are going to happen and what are you going to do who are you going to lean on on those times you know because we can't rely on people all the time and i i grew up christian i truly believe you know there's a force uh besides us but another thing that i've come to realize is that i believe god or whatever it is that's bigger than us wants us to be 
independent and to value ourselves because isn't that what he does for us, right? So why wouldn't we want to love ourselves and appreciate who we are if we are we were created by him, you know? And so I truly believe that self-love does not um, exclude love for your family. It does not even exclude your love for God. Uh, but it is the beginning of understanding your value so that you can then value the people around you. And then they will value you too because you're not putting so much pressure on them. Wow, that's like a value bomb. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. So uh, <laughs> the next question that I'm going to ask, since many people who are listening, they are able to, uh, like me, are able to relate to what you're trying to say that most of the people inside are empty, even though they have more than 1000 friends on Facebook or on Instagram, yep. but yet uh, they don't have that actual friend that they deserve and that's themselves. So yep. this question, I think is going to give a lot of answers to a lot of people. And I'm very pretty excited to know the answer too. So uh, Marta, what are the things you do daily to empower yourself? Yes. So. I love this question because I don't have a definite answer for it. Uh, and this is really the, I mean, I have some, some things that I can share, but it really goes back to what I truly believe empowerment means that you have to figure out your path yourself. And as human beings, that's kind of counterintuitive because we want that formula, right? You want that diet. You want the recipe. Tell me what all I need. I will follow it to a T and I want to see the results, except we are individuals, right? We're very, very different. And what may work for you for a couple of weeks may not work for you a, a couple of weeks later. And so it's really up to you being so in tune with yourself that you know that if I don't wake up and do my 10 minutes of yoga, I am not going to be ready for the day. But maybe somebody else is completely different and they need to just do a dance party the first thing in the morning, or they just need to, you know, drink their water and journal. And this is what I encourage people to do is really finding what works for you. And besides that, understanding that that's not the only thing that you need to do in your day. Okay. I have my morning practice. Cause that's a big thing in the self-help world is have that morning routine. You have to set yourself up your day for success by first thing in the morning, putting your mind in the right headspace, except that doesn't account for when somebody cuts you off in traffic an hour later, or when your boss yells at you or whatever it is that happens after that throughout the day. Well, I set myself up for success and then this thing came. What do I do? Do I need to do my morning routine again real quick here so that it'll empower me again? And maybe you can't do it, you know? So besides having something to start off your day, I, I really encourage you to start paying closer attention and really develop that self-awareness, which will come with time, just like what you were saying. It really comes time for that puzzle to come together because it does take time for you to teach yourself to pay closer attention to your reactions. And I believe understanding your personality is super important. So I would say the first thing, which is not something you would do every day, but the first thing um, is understanding your personality type. And there are several tests out there, but one that I really like is the Enneagram because it really shows you your personality from like um, a transformative um, standpoint of I have these things that are my strengths and I struggle with these other things. That doesn't mean that I will take, I, that I will be able to eliminate my weaknesses completely, 
But it means that if I know I'm not so good at that, then I'm not going to go that route, right? I'm going to invest my time, my energy on things that are good, that I'm good at, that I enjoy, right? And also giving yourself grace for whenever you make mistakes, right? And whenever you have to do certain things that you're not very good at instead of beating yourself up. So that's the very first thing, understanding your personality type. And then one practice that I really like, and that's something you can write down or just remind yourself throughout the day too, is something that I call a brag book. So people are very used right now to doing like a gratitude journal. So five five things you're grateful for in the morning, five things you're grateful for at night. And that's great. I feel like if you have the discipline and if that's something that works for you, do that. Um, But besides that, because in the gratitude journal, you're not really in it. It's the people that you're grateful for, the things, right? The accomplishments, but you're not in there. So with a brag book, you're forced to think about yourself. What is something that I'm really proud of today? And it can be big or small. Uh, That's something that I've learned too, is that your brain doesn't really know the difference between a big accomplishment and a small accomplishment. It's the same feeling, right? It's the same high of, wow, I folded the laundry and I put it away. That's amazing. Or I just graduated from college. That's amazing too. And so remind yourself of those things. Um, So today, oh, I yelled at my kids, but I did cook that meal and they really enjoyed it. So remind yourself whenever you start getting in that downwards, you know, spiral of everything sucks. You know, I, I, today was a horrible day. And that's another thing that I hate that, that, that I um, want people to uh, pay attention to is their language, right? When something happens, I hear so many people and I grew up listening to people say this and it always bugged me. And now more than ever saying today is a horrible day. I had a horrible day today Uh, or today is not a good day for me. Like what, how are you setting yourself up for success? If you're already saying that the day is awful and it's not even over or when the day is over, you say today was a horrible day. No, look back really look and into the day and find things that you can be grateful for because there are things to be grateful for all the time. So there are practices of things that you can do, but more so than that is developing the awareness throughout the day um, and paying attention to your reaction, which is going to be very different for everybody because it's based on your personality type. So just a couple examples. I'm a type three on the Enneagram and I'm very focused on like achievements and setting goals and going for things. And, um, so for me, I I could be happy if I achieved something, but I could also be very frustrated if I didn't do what I was supposed to do. So at the end of the day, instead of beating myself up for the one thing that I didn't do, I can recognize the things that I did that were great. And then the next tomorrow's a new day. I can try to finish the one thing that I couldn't finish or, you know, set, set myself up for finishing that thing that day. And, and they can vary for, for other people. Some other people uh, have a harder time taking time for themselves and they're always helping people and they don't set boundaries. So they get taken advantage of. So that's something that they need to pay closer attention to. So that's why I said, it's hard for me to say exactly what you need to do. I feel, I feel like the brag book is hundred percent where everyone should do, uh, but it really, really depends on your personality type and what you struggle with and to make sure you pay attention to the positives and not the negatives. Cause we tend to focus on the negative way too much. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mata. So uh, all the people who are listening to this particular uh, episode, if they want to connect with you and learn more about empowerment, is there a platform where they can connect with you? Yes. So you can find me on my website, martasburg.com. I'm on most social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, 
LinkedIn. You can just find me as Marta Spurk. Um, and I do have my podcast, the empowered woman podcast, uh, lots of amazing content and interviews on there that you can follow too. And finally the empowered woman school, which is a membership that I have. So it is a school and you can be a, a, both a student and a teacher in the school. Uh, and it's all focused on personal development. So everything that will help you with your mindset, with self-love and with empowerment. Great. So all the people who wants to learn more about empowerment and to grow within, I think you should all go to that particular link. You can find those links in the description below. So thank you so much, Martha, for being on this show. Before we end this episode, would you like to say some few words to our viewers? Yes, of course. Um, just want to remind you that you are whole, you are complete. Everything that you need is already within you. You just really, really have to look within. And your next step, your next move is already within you. The answer to that one question that you're trying to find is already within you. Just take the time to listen to yourself, to love on yourself, and you will figure it out. <laughs> wow. Awesome. So thank you so much, Martha, for being on this show. It was an honor. Thank you. This was great. I had a great time. Most welcome. So you are listening to the Digital Maddie Show with your host, Mithil Dave, and we have an awesome guest, Martha, who's just spoke about empowerment. So if you're listening to this particular video on YouTube, you can subscribe to my channel. And if you're listening to your podcast, you can subscribe to my podcast. Thank you so much, Martha, once again for being on this show. Thank you so much.